Hello, I'm Daniel. This is my podcast, Sharpening the Mind. I am a meditation teacher and also a labor activist in Kansas City, Missouri. I teach classes in meditation and Buddhism at the Rime Buddhist Center, as well as a few other places. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Hello, I'm Daniel. I want to talk about a teaching today called Practicing the Five Strengths. Practicing the Five Strengths. So we are going to go into some depth about what the five strengths are and why they're important. A lot of spiritual teachings are full of lists. So these are called the five strengths. The these strengths are about taking our spiritual practice, our meditation practice, seriously. So plenty of people think that meditation and is a good idea and that living in a more awakened way would be nice, but they also think they can't do it. They also think they can't do it. I know I've had the experience many, many, many times where someone finds out I do meditation practice and they have, they react with some version of, Oh, that's so cool. I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that. My mind is too crazy or some, something like that. Or people find out, Oh, you're a Buddhist. That's cool. I, I wish I could be a Buddhist, right? As though there is some incredible barrier that I have surpassed that they cannot surpass. The truth is, that while we want to transform ourselves into more awakened beings, at some level, we secretly don't want to. So I want to be enlightened, but I also don't really want to give up my tendency to give in to every temptation all the time. I don't really want to give that up. So how serious about my practice can I be if I'm giving in to all my temptations all the time instead of instead of resisting them, or even better, instead of not getting tempted all the time, right? The five strengths is a list of practices that are supposed to help us stay on track and to get us to take our journey more seriously. I need whatever help I can get sometimes to keep motivated and inspired. And I know a lot of people uh, feel the same way. Maybe you do too. So the five strengths are, I'm going to list them now and then go into some depth on them, okay? They are strong determination, familiarization, seed of virtue, reproach, and aspiration. I'm going to say those again and see if I can say them a little better. Strong determination, familiarization, Seed of virtue, reproach, and aspiration. So strong determination is exactly what it sounds like. It's about the perfection of diligence. It's about taking ourselves seriously as bodhisattvas, as beings of awakening. We are practicing to transform ourselves, and this is a very important goal. We have to keep that in mind when we don't feel like practicing, which is often. We're awakening our basic goodness to help others and ourselves live in a more awakened way.
we have the energy within us to walk this path and we really just have to remind ourselves that the path is very important. Motivation, determination is the foundation of the other four strengths. And without it, it's very hard to go forward. The second of the, of the five strengths is familiarization. Familiarization is about making good habits. We train ourselves to be mindful by cultivating mindfulness in situations over and over and over. We do this until it becomes natural to us. So I, I always say we don't meditate to become good meditators. We meditate so that we're mindful in our lives and aware of the world around us and seeing things clearly when we're not meditating. That's sort of what this is about. It's building habits. And we do the same kind of training for ourselves in order to be compassionate. We do good works and be kind to others and forgive over and over until it becomes natural for us too. Familiarization is about making these things a natural and normal part of our lives. It's only with routine that we can successfully do that. So that's why it's important routine. I get up and meditate at the same time every morning at the start of my day. Because if I don't have a routine, I'm just not going to do it. That's the honest truth. If I don't have a routine, I'm just not going to do it. And if I don't, and I know that if I don't do it, I'm going to feel worse and I'm going to make less good choices. So I do it as part of my routine. It's the process of trying to develop myself into a more awakened individual, but it's also self-care. I feel better when I do it than when I don't. So next on the list is seed of virtue. Seed of virtue. Maybe this is kind of hard to think about that name. But it's a reminder to reflect on our true nature. So we talk about something called Buddha nature, which uh, maybe some people don't like that term, but it's just the idea that we have the awakened state at our core, at the center of our being. We know we're connected to everything. We are awake and free and good. Um, the teacher Chogyam Trungpa used terms like basic goodness and constant wakefulness to describe this. I, um, Trungpa is a complicated figure in Buddhist history, and I'm not going to talk about him too much, but I do like that terminology he created. I think it helps to think about basic goodness and wakefulness. Maybe maybe those terms, I feel a little bit better about those terms than Buddha nature, because Buddha nature sort of like makes people think of some magical imagery, I think, and that's not what it is. So I think I like basic goodness and constant wakefulness a little better. We are all part of a lineage of spiritual explorers, and we can reflect on the nobility of the spiritual journey as well. The fact that we're thinking about this path of awakening, this bodhisattva path, shows that we're already on it. And we have wakefulness as our true nature, which helps remind us that we are worthy. You are good enough, and you always have been. And we're doing the same 
path that the Buddha did and the same path that so many great spiritual teachers did before us. We are part of that. We are part of that history. And when we reflect on that, then maybe that helps inspire us a little bit. It reminds us, oh, this is important and I'm part of something and I am good enough too. I'm good enough to do this. I'm good enough. So the next one is sort of, on the other hand, it's reproach. And reproach is about being honest with ourselves. It's about noticing where our, our where our greatest where our greatest weaknesses are so that we can work on them. We all have flaws and we all have things we struggle with. We have many most of us have many 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 flaws we we struggle with. And if we aren't looking at those honestly, then they're going to be way harder for us to handle. Way harder. Buddhism is about, and really spiritual, the spiritual path in general is about being real with yourself, being more and more authentic and genuine. And part of that is recognizing where we need the most work, you know? We have bad qualities that we don't want to admit about ourselves, and I think we all do. And it's really just acknowledging that to yourself that's important. That's not to say you have to confess all your flaws to everyone all the time, but but just being honest with yourself is very important. We lie to ourselves. I believe we lie to ourselves way more than we ever lie to other people. So it's just about like acknowledging what you're struggling with and trying to be better rather than pretending the struggle's not there because pretending doesn't serve you. And then finally is aspiration. Aspiration is real commitment to the path. We make a vows or we can make vows to try to help everyone, to try to save all beings or some similar thing like that. I can't save all beings, of course, and that's what makes the vow powerful. It makes me constantly inspired and encouraged because of the strength of my commitment to the path. We vow to serve others to feel for others, and to care for them with everything we have. And sometimes people wonder why Buddhists take vows. And the reason is that the vows spur us to make greater and greater efforts. In the uh, Mahayana Bodhisattva tradition, there's a list of vows you can take called the Bodhisattva vows, and it's a very long list of things we can do, mainly to try to promote harmony in the world and to make sure we're not causing harm. And I have I have taken those vows, and I really recommend those vows to anyone that's interested. And if you're interested in those vows, you can reach out to me, and we can we can talk about them further. I'm also thinking of the Chan Buddhist tradition which I have also practiced in and taken vows in. Um, in the earliest days, it was really just teachers walking around, teaching people how to meditate, talking about our true nature, and giving their own vows, their own uh, also called bodhisattva vows. And these vows were considered really important. And I sort of like liked reading about those stories. I like hearing about how, oh, well, this tradition, which like has lots of rules and... Uh, lots of different right ways to do things. Well, they used to just uh, 
in the beginning, it was just really simple. Teachers just walking around talking about stuff, right? And, and giving vows. Now, now there's emphasis on making sure you're doing things exactly right and going to a specific temple and supporting your temple and all that sort of stuff. And it, um, more complication and that's not good or bad, but I like, I like sort of reflecting on the simple way of doing things that was present before things in all the Buddhist traditions have gotten more complicated over the years. And that, I mean, that's true of all religious paths. I, I suppose is that things have slowly just gotten more and more complicated, but, um, and some people might disagree with that, but those three things, walking around, teaching people how to meditate, uh, talking about our true nature and basic goodness and giving bodhisattva, bodhisattva precepts. Well, those are the things I want to do as a teacher and, um, teachers that have really simple practices like that are the ones that resonate with me. So, and again, if you want to talk about those things with me, please reach out to me. Um, and so that is it for today. And again, the five strengths, strong determination, familiarization, seed of virtue, reproach, and aspiration. I would like you to reflect on those five today and see if thinking about them helps you on your path. So that's it. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me and have a good day. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.